0: Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Is it a ther It is Thursday. All kinds of breaking news. Call a friend, tell them we're on the air. We're going to do this thing in about 90 seconds. Thanks for being here, by the way. Well, it comes to all of us, according to the Bible death. It is appointed unto man once to die. After this, the judgment. I have the funeral in just about an hour with um, my wife's best friend. 71-year-old Pam, she has been a winner, loved our family, loved the Lord, she's in heaven. And uh, one thing her husband said, last thing he said to me on Sunday, make sure you preach a strong salvation message. Most of these people are lost. We'll certainly do that. It's exciting to know someone has gone to heaven, but my, oh my, it's fresh in our mind. I'll be at the same funeral home where my son Ben was. In July. It'll be a little bit tough in more ways than one, but you pray for us if you would that God would give us strength to say and do all the right things this afternoon. Well, just got in touch with Matthew Hill, got the schedule coming up for Boone's Creek and Southwest Radio Church meeting coming up there on the first of March. Oh, exciting. On Friday, March the 3rd, where are we here? Greg Patton gonna speak on America. Is it over? And my colleague, for the first time, joins us at 5 o'clock, Dr. Ken Copley and the Great Deceiver on the Demonic. Oh, that's going to be good. Then on Saturday, March the 4th, Dr. Copley and I wrap things up, a question and answer period on spiritual warfare, demons in the world today. We're going to have a great time at Boone's Creek. Dale Cunningham, great preacher, he and his wife do a wonderful job there at Boone's Creek, and... Things are happening in part of Johnson City. So join us if you would. That's March the 3rd and 4th. Boone's Creek, Johnson City. Looking forward to it. What in the world is going on? It's the America that's flooded with evil now. Deadline Atlanta, Georgia. Protesters are calling for violence. Unbelievable. Violence against police officers after a shooting leaves one dead officer injured there. Protesters in Atlanta calling for violence against the cops following a police-involved shooting. That was yesterday. Left a state trooper wounded, one man dead. Today, those looking at the Twitter account for Sains from the Atlanta Forest calls for a night of rage. They want a night of rage tomorrow to enact reciprocal violence to be done to the police and to their allies. These people are demonized. Consider this a call for reciprocal violence to be done to the cops. Friday, January the 20th, wherever you are, you are invited to participate in a night of rage in order to honor the memory of our fallen comrade. These people are really sick. Wherever you are, come to Atlanta and tear things up. Yeah, tell me that's not demon-led. Gun owners, give me your attention. Could be trouble. Oh, it is trouble. The Supreme Court rejected, rejected a bid by New York gun retailers on Wednesday to block a slew of new gun laws in that state, which they argued violate their Second Amendment rights and hurt their businesses. There were no noted dissents in order or explanations from the justices at all for their decision. The response to all of that? Well, I think this is normal. We're really disappointed that not one of the nine justices saw fit to grant the plaintiff some stay of enforcement of these new laws. The words of Paloma Capana, the lead attorney for the New York gun retailers. We are challenging the ability of the state of New York to target dealers in firearms in the lawful stream of commerce to put them out of business. That's what the? That's what these new laws are going to do, the attorney added. So it really was unfortunate to see that we couldn't get any emergency temporary injunctions. And that's something. Coming to your neck of the woods? Probably. Well, she did it. Former United Nations Ambassador Nikki Haley slammed Sleepy Joe in his comments that Republicans are fiscally demented. Really? Fiscally demented, calling out the president for signing off on a $6 trillion spending package and, well, amid looming debt ceilings, deadlines, crushing inflation, we're going down the toilet here. Biden signed off on more than $6 trillion in new spending and pushed for trillions and trillions more. He's nuts. Calling for Republicans to stop being fiscally demented. Try again, sleepy Joe. The national debt when Biden took office twenty seven trillion as of this radio broadcast today thirty one point five trillion an increase of three point seven trillion in just two years yep the answer really don't have any. The countdown to economic catastrophe has officially begun. The United States will hit its debt ceiling today, though Treasury secretary Janet Yellen said she'll implement extraordinary measures to keep the government from defaulting on its debt. Do that in June. Still, June isn't far away, is it? And Congress needs to work out a deal pronto to raise the government's borrowing cap and avert almost assured economic turmoil and chaos in America. So I was sharing a little bit in church last night, our midweek Bible study about, geez, the lefty loonies and a lot of Democrats are... are are really bringing up this thing of the classified document scandal. And the question is, why is that? Well, one of our gals popped up right away. She has her own thoughts on that. The classified document scandal surrounding the president being fueled by Democrats. What? Who are ready to give this flailing, nonsensical president the hook. Get him out of here. The old man has had it. There's an element to this that feels like Democrats are working on taking Joe Biden out of the picture. I don't know that that's the case, but I don't know that it's not. Some Republicans are echoing those same thoughts. Isn't that there could be something to that? There's really no other explanation why they would want the Prez to be in such hot water. How about that? Russia says they'll use nuclear weapons. What? More news right after this. Paul never claimed that he was capable of accomplishing all that God had called him to do, right? He simply learned to look beyond his own life and to the sufficiency of Jesus Christ. You know, if you adopt that same practice, we can discover the blessings hidden in our own experience of inadequacy. This whole thing drives us to God, doesn't it, knowing we can't do it when we realize that a situation is bigger than we can handle. Inadequacy relieves us of the burden of self-effort and self-reliance. The Lord has us right where He wants us to be. Inability motivates reliance on divine power. You can't do it, sir, ma'am. God did not intend for us to do certain things by ourselves. Impossible. By using inadequate people like you and me, God demonstrates what great things He can do. He actually delights in choosing unlikely individuals. What have I figured that one out? To carry out his plans in life. The Bible says through Paul that our adequacy is from Almighty God, Second Corinthians three five. You know, those who focus on the reliability of this promise and step out in obedience are going to grow, grow, grow. Why should we go through all that fear and pressure and frustration that accompany feelings of inadequacy when there's an alternative? Let the Lord make you adequate today. Rely upon Him and allow Christ to live in and through you. He will replace that anxiety with a spirit of contentment. I like that, don't you? So I think we ought to take this serious. Russia is warning that if they're defeated, they won't be defeated, that nuclear weapons will be used, huh? The United States is sending tanks. So many people still wondering if it really was a computer glitch that shut down airlines and grounded them all over America while fighter jets and refuelers were seen from coast to coast. And now after two years of experimental testing, the United States Air Force has found that its new F-15EX fighter jet exceeded all expectations in terms of number and tonnage of weapons carried. In early 2021, the Air Force received the first eight of these fighter bombers that it ordered for $150 million apiece. It's an upgrade to the F-15E that will replace elderly F-15E, soon to be retired, flown a whole lot less. So America is, what, flexing its muscle as threats against this country are growing every day. What do you think? Okay, where's the guy carrying the sign? We're doomed. The end is near. What in the world is wrong with young people today? Generation Z, that's what they're called. Youngsters today, Generation Z, and they've got a positive word, socialism. I can't believe it. They have a more positive view of socialism than previous generations, along with millennials. They're more likely to embrace socialistic policies and principles that past generations, according to a new Harris poll, have avoided. You're kidding me. And as you might well expect, they think government should provide universal health care and give them uh, tuition-free colleges. They prefer living in a socialist country. What? I think it's desensitization or ignorance. The word socialism, I say, doesn't carry the same stigma it did in the past. Now it has been resurrected by celebrity politicians like Bernie Sanders and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Young people's political views often change as they get older. I think I saw a stat that will let me sleep a little better tonight. It'll be 2060 before the seniors are overtaken. We can last that long. I probably won't be here past 2000. (laughs) Oh, give it up, Greg. You've had your say. Well, I don't know. This stat's hard to believe. The rate right Americans are creating new businesses. What are we going to do? More than 5 million new business applications filed in 2022. About 14,000 new business applications were filed in this country every day last year. 14,000. Although it's still too soon to know how many of those aspiring businesses will actually make it off the ground. I think it was about to make 90% fail something like that. What else is happening? New Zealand's prime minister has stepped down saying she didn't have enough in the tank to continue in that job. Party City, they're known around the country, they've filed for bankruptcy to reorganize its debt after stumbling in its efforts to rebound from the pandemic. The U.S. has arrested the founder of the Crypto Exchange, a Russian national who ran an operation in Hong Kong, claiming the site used it to launder $700 million. The world's oldest person, a French nun known as Sister André, has died at the age of 118 after living through the 1918 flu and COVID. Donald Trump's campaign has asked Meta to let the former president back on Facebook and here might be a job opening for you, Netflix. Netflix is hiring a flight attendant for its corporate jet. Says the right candidate will be discreet and could make as much as $385,000 a year. What? Oh, well, my oldest son keeps getting after me. Dad, The Chosen, you gotta see parts of The Chosen. I did take a little peek. I was rather fascinated by some of the stuff. Well done. And fans of the popular biblical drama, called The Chosen, reportedly crashed a movie theater website Sunday night in their rush to purchase tickets for the show's season finale. The fan-supported show's creator, Dallas Jenkins, announced on a live stream that the final two episodes of season three would air in theaters in February, which led to fans overwhelming the Phantom Events website. Unfortunately, the demand for tickets for the Chosen season finale crazed the website. It's all up and working again, so get in there and get your tickets. So they say on their Facebook page. Wow, The Chosen. Supposed to be really good. Have you seen it? Finally, who said that? A good point here. When the FBI raids Mar a Lago, but somehow we still haven't seen Epstein's flight logs or any of Hillary's emails or Hunter's laptop. What's going on? You know. Hey, deer hunters, news you can use. Want to find a really big buck? Drop down from full coverage to liability there on your (laughs) pickup truck. Oh, you need to follow me for more hunting tips here on Hello World. Oh, and I like this one on my facebook page we praise the lord for not one but two souls saved tonight at roadside baptist church both young boys Aidan and rylan whom god had worked in their hearts so that they responded to his voice what a great night what rejoicing praise his holy name well we rejoice with you we should see and hear more of that every day it's what life is all about salvation you have family and friends that need to be saved let's do it let's pray let's work well peace peace gonna talk about again today where is my bible life 101 right after this you just found us well where have you been hello world heard on this station at this time every day monday through friday and we're extremely grateful to this Christian radio station for carrying the broadcast. And WHCB, what great people down there. They run that thing on the internet around the world. WHCBRadio.com or org and listen live. I'll do it every day, 1230 and 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And and then you can go to our Facebook page, gregpatton.com and podcast you there for last month and last year. You want to hear our program, you missed something today, it'll be on there. You can listen to it again. So grateful to you, the listener, and I mean that sincerely. Thank you for your financial gifts. What a big deal that is. Thank you for your prayers. And as we noted earlier, just a nice comment from some listeners down in Tennessee. Appreciate it so much. Pray we keep going strong and sharing the news of today and the good news of Jesus Christ all over the land. Thank you. Have you ever had something personal stolen? I have so many times. For some reason, I was thinking the other day about how we bought at a garage sale something you used to see in drugstores all the time a little small table and two chairs, wrought iron, really cool. Put it out in the front yard, went in to get a little something, put the price on it, came back out. What? It was gone (laughs) that fast. I think we lost 13 bicycles in the first two years that we were here. Got into the backyard, everything locked up somehow. Got those bikes. You know, it's very easy to blame someone else when you lose your peace in life, but the truth is nobody can steal your peace from you. If Christians lack peace today, it's because we have voluntarily parted with peace Picture Paul unjustly accused and in prison. We might expect him to be an angry man. I think I might be frustrated and frightened, but instead we witness only joy, and that's something, contentment, and peace. You can read it. Philippians 4, 4 through 9, and verse 11. What does Paul mean when he speaks of the peace that surpasses all comprehension? The Greek word for peace literally means binding together something that's been disconnected. By trusting Christ as Savior, we're reconciled or brought back into a relationship with our Creator. When we receive Christ, we receive God's gift of peace, Ephesians 2.14, which will stabilize and bring serenity even when you face difficulties in this old world. It's not to say that you're ever going to be disappointed. Of course, you're going to be disappointed. There'll be times when you encounter news or situations that you don't anticipate, and in those moments, fear and worry can ambush you if you let them. When not if that happens in your life, we do not have to let anxiety become a prolonged condition for us. No. Paul reminds us to be anxious for what? Nothing. Philippians four six. We can cry out, Lord, you understand what's going on here. You promise to take care of me. You promise to meet every need, Philippians four nineteen, and you never leave nor forsake me Hebrews thirteen five. You are the sovereign God of the universe. I know that, and I'm trusting you, God. When we lean on God, His incomprehensible peace will guard our hearts and our minds through Christ Jesus. Isn't that great news? It is His supernatural army for our emotions and thoughts, where fears and anxieties and frustrations originate. Do you want some peace today? Let your mind be captivated and permeated by something godly rather than something worldly. In your thinking process, I mean. A man is what he thinks about all day long. Our challenge is to turn our will over to Almighty God, choosing to live in obedience to Him first. Do you do that? You know, in discussing that peace that surpasses all comprehension or understanding, Philippians 4, 6-7 uses four different terms of prayer, and each one signifying a different aspect of communication with Almighty God. The first one is simply prayer, which Paul uses to indicate general praying. This would include daily conversations with God and scripture reading and meditating on the Word of God. One of the best preservers of your peace is a private time with God when you talk to Him about your day, when you ex- what you expect to happen, really, and even unforeseeable emergencies or distractions that may interrupt. What you're doing here is remembering that He is in control of all of the details of your life. And the second word here is supplication, which refers to just crying out. It's the intense prayer offered when a situation causes well, feelings of desperation or maybe some deep burden there. Throughout Scripture, we see God hearing and answering His people that cry out to Him. Exodus 2, 23 and 24, First Chronicles 5, 20, second Chronicles 32, Jonah 2, 2. While there is an intensity to such a plea, we will not lose our peace as long as we went God's way even more than we desire our own. And then he tells us to pray with thanksgiving. The reason for expressing gratitude is that it gets that into your mind. It gets you off of what is challenging you at the moment, and it'll refocus things on God. As we remember to be thankful, we're reminded of God's promises. And the last term he uses here is request, which means asking God specifically for what we desire. It implies that we ought to have a boldness in coming to Him because as in 1 John 5:14 and 15, it says, uh, This is the confidence that we have before Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And we know that if He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the request which we have asked from Him. Can you name a single circumstance God is unable to handle today? There's not one. No matter how trying, strenuous, sorrowful, perturbing, or painful it could be. So, when you're struck with a difficult situation in life, do not allow yourself to be anxious, to worry about that thing. Remember, while concern is a godly reaction, anxiety is not an appropriate Christian response. It is not. Give your concerns to God. Do it immediately, telling Him, Father, I bring you this whatever, fill in the blank. It's beyond my control, and I feel helpless in this situation. You are omnipotent. You are omniscient. You are omnipresent. I'm resting in you today and trusting that however you choose to handle this situation, it's going to be an expression of your love and your power and your desire to do what is best for me. The peace of God will safeguard your heart from becoming unruly and your mind from being swept away with that anxiety. Whatever that thing is that's worrying you. Remember, You have one of two choices in life. You can be earthly-minded or godly-centered. Let me repeat that. Two choices, mark them down, earthly-minded or godly-centered. If your focus is not on the Lord, you're going to have a great difficulty lifting your heart and mind to get His perspective in this old world. If you're focused on God, you will have peace no matter what's going on. The Prince of Peace, the Lord Jesus Christ, is the only real peace giver if Isaiah 9, 6 is correct, and you know it is. If you've never trusted Him as your personal Savior, how about today? If you've never experienced His wonderful, incomprehensible, perfect peace, receive Jesus Christ today. The gift is there for the asking, and then follow up with the things we've shared these last two days. Big deal. Don't worry, my friend. That goes nowhere, that worrying part. Trust in Him today. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not, ah, to thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him. God will direct your path. You know, that is really good news. Oh, and finally, this one. (laughs) This one's funny from someone down there in Roan Mountain, Tennessee. You can (laughs) see this one on my Facebook page. Let's see. There's this box that's supposed to contain a, a diamond you know where it's at. he went to jared's Everybody seen that commercial to get your this one you open it up and there's an egg says he went to kroger <laughs> it's getting that expensive isn't it a senior friend of mine has big plans wants to be a greeter at walmart and that part where it says compensation current salary zero dollars salary desired two hundred (laughs) and twenty three, (laughs) two hundred and twenty three thousand. Big dreams. Big dreams. That's it. Another edition of Hello World. I'm Greg Patton. Thanks so much for listening to the program. (laughs) Tomorrow, same time, same place. Oh, you betcha. That's the way it is. Thursday, January 19th, 2023. God bless.